welcome to the Be Together podcast. We believe here that God did not desire for man to be alone. We are created with a need for companionship. So this gift has come to us through family and friends. Join me, Sarah, and my husband, Andrew, each week as we sit down with some of our favorite people and share our hearts on some fun and some difficult topics. Join us. Let's be together. All right, welcome to episode one of Be Together. We're titling this episode Routines, and so we're going to dive into that topic. So I'm Sarah, and my co-host... Andrew, I'm making my official debut. Yay! Yay! So a couple of you friends of ours and followers were saying, where's Andrew on the trailer episode? And honestly, the truth is I cut him out. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that my debut was going to be in the trailer. I did this awesome intro. It had some explosions and things like that. It was great. Uh, And then come to find out, I didn't even make the cut. So um, I'm really glad to be here. (laughs) You um, got invited back. For the first time, yeah. (laughs) Um, but to be honest, and it's something that is very obvious, but he had recorded a intro clip for the trailer, just all about him telling about himself, and it sounded really scripted. But boy, it was good. <laughs> it just sounded like he was reading a piece of paper, and so I cut it out and just took parts of it and talked about it. And if you look, go back and listen to our trailer, I sound scripted too. Um, that's something that he and I are working on, like... We have an outline for this episode, but we don't want it to sound like we're reading a piece of paper. Also, like, we're learning how to edit podcasts. We're going to get some better equipment. Like, the technical side of this is not going to be perfect, but that's okay. We're going to get better at it. So, um, just a heads up, like, we're going to try our goal, I think. Isn't this what we agreed? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so our goal is one episode a week for about 20 to 30 minutes. Which Sarah believes that there's 70 weeks in a year. <laughs> Um, like she said this earlier, and I put seventy-two weeks. It's fifty-two. I and know. I was like, "She's like, we're gonna have to come up with seventy ideas." And I'm like, "I hope. Why are we having so much more?" Like, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I really don't know. There's fifty-two weeks in a year, so we're working on our schedule now. But um, I mentioned this in the trailer. But if you guys have episode ideas, we would love to hear them. Like, we are totally open. We want to have guests on. Like, if you're our friends and family, just be aware we're probably gonna be reaching out to you. Um, but you can send us ideas too. Do you remember our email address, Andrew? Be together podcast at gmail.com. Good job. And it's just the letter B. Um, yeah. That it's not the word B-E. The letter B, it stands for our last name. Those of you that know us, you know what our last name is. So it's just the letter B together podcast at gmail.com. You can also uh, comment on our social media or message us through social media. But we want episode ideas. Like, what do you want to hear about? What topics um, interest you? What conversations would you like to hear Christian families having? So please just send those our way. All right, so this episode, like you said, is all about routines. It's 2020, 2020, sounds so weird to say that. Um, But beginning of New Year, a lot of people are like setting resolutions, making new goals. And so, I don't know, we're just going to give our perspective on that. Um, So, Andrew. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? No, I don't like New Year's resolutions. <laughs> uh, I, I, and it's just personal. I don't, I don't want to ever like tell someone they shouldn't. they shouldn't have right? New Year's resolutions. Um, I just believe that for me personally, they don't work. And um, one of the reasons is, and it's interesting, I was actually talking with a friend of ours at church today um, about this. Um, 
And he, we kind of had the analogy of it's a, a cup. Like, let's say your life is a cup. We're always full. Like, I've never heard of anyone say, I just wish I had more things to do. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and so we're always full to the brim. And so if that's the case, if you bring in a New Year's resolution, say, and the typical ones are I want to lose weight or I want to exercise more. Okay, cool. Let's say you do that. Well, that's just an add-on. Um, a New Year's resolution is just an add-on. Well, if you want to actually sustain it, you have to remove something else in your life. You can't pour more water into your already full cup. Like things Something's are going to come yeah. out. Yeah. And so usually you those things fail because you didn't know what to remove or because timelines, time things just didn't work. Like, yeah. Timing. So That's for good. me, it never has worked because I'm like, I don't, I don't work well with that. I usually do small goals. If I do New Year's, you know, quote unquote resolutions, I do small goals. Uh, those are a little easier for me to track. Yeah, uh, we can talk about that I don't necessarily like New Year's resolutions. I only remember ever making one New Year's resolution. That's the only one I remember. Do you remember what it was? Uh, was it adding more color? Yeah, so oh, yeah. <laughs> it was silly, but like I wear a lot of black and gray. So it was like a long time ago probably eight or 10 years ago. Yeah. I made a resolution to wear more color in my wardrobe and I actually did it, which I mean, that's pretty simple. There was no like hard deadline. There was no number I had to meet. It wasn't like yeah. I want to get 25 new pieces of clothing with color. It was just, I want to wear more color. Now I still wear a lot of black and gray, but when I look at my wardrobe now, there tends to be more color when I'm buying things for my wardrobe. I try to tell myself like, yeah, get something with at least a little bit of color. So that's the only one I've ever made. I I am not a big resolution person either. I don't really know why. I, I kind of have fear of failure a little bit, um, but I also kind of know my limits and like I'm a very routine person, which is what we're going to talk about. Yeah. And so a resolution generally interrupts that routine. <laughs> and so I have to really want it, I guess, to go get it. So I'm just more about routines. So we're, we're going to dive into that. We're going to spend a little bit of time. I'm going to tell you some of my routines, uh, daily routines. Andrew's going to share some of yours. We're going to talk mm -hmm. about our kids' routines a little bit. Um, and then we'll address kind of the pros and cons of being a routine person. So I don't know. we got a lot to talk about. So for me, um, kind of going into the daily routines that I have and I enjoy. Um, so I start off my morning or my day uh, typically pretty early. I, I do a, try to work out between I'd say three to five times a week, um, about 5 a.m. in the morning. I have a local uh, class that I go to, a CrossFit class that I go to at 5 in the morning. Um, after that is over, get home. It is my responsibility uh, be, due to work and stuff like that to get the kids ready. I usually do their lunches and make sure they're dressed appropriately. <laughs> For the uh, weather, which yeah, is Yeah, which always is always a wild card in Missouri. Um, and so get them out the door and I'm usually, um, drop them off at least by 7.30. I'm usually at work between 7.45 and 8 o'clock. Um, then that's a whole nother routine there. I have a daily grind of 8 to 5, um, uh, meeting with my, you know, people I work with and stuff like that. Um, then typically, uh, on the way home, uh, I have kind of a detox time. It's, uh, I'm an extrovert. And so I get really charged up by people. So being at work kind of charges me up. Um, and then I have about a 20 to 25, maybe 30 minute commute if it's bad, traffic's bad, back home where it's just me, myself, and some music. Um, and I, sometimes I get a little bit like bogged down in that and sometimes I keep the charge up, but that's usually the commute home. And then when we get home, it is all about um, 
the family and the kids and making sure that our, our evening routine is back in the swing of things. Um, you know, the normal stuff. We'll get in a little bit more yeah, into we'll the kids' talk about routines. Our kids and routines. So I have a question for you because yeah. I'm not with you. In the morning, like I know you get the kids ready, which our kids are awesome and we'll talk about kids in a minute, but you get them ready, get them out the door, get them to school. Would you just go straight from school to work? Typically, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty, my schedule is pretty flexible. Um, I don't have to be there until at least nine o'clock, I think is the earliest time that I have to be there, maybe 8.30 on some days. So I, I have a little bit of flexibility there and it really just depends on my, my mood, my hankering. Like if I need a cup of coffee from someplace like Dunkin' Donuts or something like that, I'll go and get it. It's not a big deal. But most of the time I'm kind of in work mode and I want to get there so that I can see whatever emails I got from the night before that I need to answer or I need to Yeah, do. one thing I've noticed about so. you and I both, like we are in general opposite on a lot of things. But one of the things I've noticed about Andrew and I is both of us are the most productive in the morning. You know, some people have Absolutely. to really like slowly ease into their mornings. Andrew and I, like we don't hit the ground running 100%, but like we are the most productive in the morning. Like I get up, I can get ready for work. I'll talk about our routines in a minute, but like I get so much work done before my students arrive in the morning. Absolutely. And I, I'm the same way. So I, I typically get into work and I look at my calendar first thing, even before I actually check my email to see what I have planned that day. And if I need to do any prep for facilitations of meetings or um, I've got something that I need to do, then I can actually kind of schedule out my day and do that. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Anything like two o'clock is the worst time in the world. Um, I hate when people schedule uh, meetings at two o'clock because it's after lunch. People are usually a little sluggish. Um, three to five is a good window, but one to two is a terrible time really? to have anything for me. Yeah. I don't know what mine is, but I know I am the most productive in the morning. Okay, so my routines. First of all, let me tell you the routines I don't have. I don't have an exercise routine, which I probably should. Um, but I don't. I don't have an exercise routine. I value like working out and stuff like that, but it's just not in my daily routine. I like to be active. We like to go on family hikes. Um, mm -hmm. I did CrossFit for nine months with Andrew, got some really good habits, lost some weight, got stronger. Um, but the sacrifice of time, I just wasn't ready to continue giving. So I don't have a workout routine. I don't have a skincare routine. I'm 35 years old. A lot of women my age have skincare routines. I probably should, but I don't. I don't wear a lot of makeup. I just, I don't have that kind of routine. So I like routines. Um, but I'm also limited on what I have as far as routines go. So my days, um, when I'm working, like I said, I'm a public school teacher. So in Missouri, that means I am in the school from like mid August to like mid end of May. So during that time, um, I have a daily routine that's pretty rigid. Summer's a lot different. We can talk about that. But during my work days, I get up. Andrew's usually, not always, but usually at the gym. Yep. So I'm by myself, um, which is good. It's quiet. My kids aren't up yet. So I get up, um, I get myself ready for work. Sometimes I prep dinner, um, depending on what we're going to have that night. And then the kids usually, at least lately, they haven't been up when I leave. Um, no. Sometimes they'll wake up, but usually they're still asleep. So I don't see my kids in the morning, which is kind of hard, but I also feel like it's kind of makes their morning easier because there's not me and Andrew guiding them and telling them things to do. So 
a lot of times I'll find myself walk by the hallway and I'll just stop and pause and pray for my kids and just pray that they have a good day since I can't go squeeze them, hug them and talk to them. Um, and so that's been a little hard for me, but it's our routine and it's working. And so I just have to trust that they're in great hands with Andrew and um, I'm yeah. the one that picks them up. So he takes them, I pick them up. So then I leave before they wake up usually. I go to uh, leave my house on my way to work. Andrew, what do I always do? Uh, go to Casey's, the local Casey's. Gas and, station, yes. Yeah, gas station, and she gets a very particular drink. <laughs> he it knows, because he's had to get a 32 ounce drink, uh, usually filled with about three quarters to a half, maybe, of ice. Yep. Um, and then uh, the secret concoction <laughs> is you have to have half regular Mountain Dew and half diet Mountain Dew. It's true, it's a thing. He says it's all in my head, but it's very weird. I want one every day and I get weird when I don't have one. And so I usually stop at the gas station and get my drink. Um, I drink a lot the, of the girl, the ladies there that work know her by name. <laughs> they like, do. They're weird. always like, good morning. Um, and it has to be from there. I don't like it from other places. Really. It's, it's a weird thing. So I'm sure other people have weird things too. Sure. And it's an addiction and I know that and I should probably work on that, but I could be addicted to much worse. Um, so I get my drink. I also drink a ton of water while I'm working. I actually do really good drinking water. Yeah. I would, I would say that's the one thing that I don't do enough of and you drink enough water for both of us. Yeah. So. What I'm, I, I drink my soda, but then I also drink a ton of water. But anyway, so I get my soda, I get to work. Um, and like Andrew was saying, like I get there kind of before a lot of my other coworkers and way before the students get there gives me time to kind of like get in the right mindset. Teaching is stressful and hard. And once the day begins with students, it is go the entire day. Like very few opportunities to go to the bathroom, um, very few opportunities to check my phone or to just have a quiet moment. Like it is go, like teacher burnout is real. It is stressful. Um, so, I like to get there before the crazy begins. I like to have some time to get my mindset before that crazy comes. And I say all that and it sounds negative, but I actually really like my job. I like what I do, um, but it can be all consuming. And there have been times in my life where it was like all yeah. consuming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think I've gotten better at like establishing boundaries and like kind of leaving sometimes more school at school. I mean, it never just gets left there. It's always in my mind, but Anyway, I go through my whole day. I do my best to serve my students. And then at the end of the school day, I leave and I go to Carline. And some people complain about their kids' school car lines and how crazy drivers are and how annoying it is and all this and that. I actually love Carline. <laughs> First of all, our kids' school has a really good system. Like, it's very organized. Efficient. Secondly, yeah, it's efficient. Yeah. yeah. Secondly, um... It is like my quiet. I usually don't even have music on. Like it's usually just quiet. Sometimes I'll listen to a podcast. Sometimes I will have music on. Sometimes I just put the windows down, but it's sometimes I'll text people, but it's just my time, my my little recharge set amount of time before my children are in the car. It is funny cuz I do it's typically I get a few texts from you. Usually right around 3.20, which is when that time is. Because I'm starting to think about the evening or whatever. So yeah, you do. I do text you because I haven't been able to do that all day. Um, so yeah, that's that. And then the evening after I pick up my kids and Carline, the evening is just all dependent upon 
their activities um, and things like that. So, yeah, that's kind of my day. Super exciting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So since Andrew and I have both told you about our routines, daily routines, I'm sure many of you have daily routines too. Um, we thrive on those though. And when the routines are off a little bit, sometimes it's kind of hard for us. I think it's only hard for us when they're off a little bit unexpectedly. Cause we do have yes. things like Andrew yeah. travels for work sometimes, um, with his job, he has to travel, not all the time, but sometimes. And so that interrupts the routine because then I'm in charge in the mornings and in the afternoons. And, um, you know, there'll be routines if one of our cars in the shop will have to ride together, you know, stuff like that. And so I think when we know it's coming, we're fine with it. It's a little easier, yeah. Yeah, like mm -hmm. we roll with it pretty well. But when unexpected things happen, it's like not, it doesn't always, it's not always a good thing. Which brings us to our kids. So we have two boys, we've mentioned that. A 10-year-old, he's in fifth grade. And a six-year-old, he's in kindergarten. And because we are routine people and, and we thrive on routines, we like, we both like them. Yeah. Because we know what's coming next. Um and we know how to manage our time, how much time it should take to do different things. I guess we've just instilled that in our kids. And okay. so they're very routine, almost at times to a fault. Yeah, to the detriment of spontaneity right. or to... Um, Having know, to change the plan. If even if, like, uh, when we have to change the plan, it, yes, it's an inconvenience, but we can work around it. It's in some ways it's helping our boys because they have to problem solve. They have to solve real time, like, this is not what I expected problems, but at the same like time, it's, it's also kind of, it's difficult for yeah. us sometimes to parent in those situations. Right. So I guess let's talk about the pros of our kids being on routine. So what's the good things about having routines with our kids? Um, for me specifically, since I'm in, I'm kind of in charge in the morning, the pros for me in the morning are that my overhead or stress level is very low. Uh, the kids wake up, they know what they need to do. Yes, our six-year-old needs a little bit of reminders and some maybe some nudging. But I don't have a but bunch of... But that's like of, his personality and yeah. everything in life. <laughs> everything. Like, unfortunately, he's yeah. the one we have to, like, coddle a little bit more. Yeah. Um, We're working on that. <laughs> but it's one of those things. And that, that's also just to the age of the children. But um, I don't have to worry or stress about the morning routine it's pretty instilled in our kids that we do a we do b we do c yeah. and we get out the door yeah um and that for me that is huge because i know what to expect i know what to do i know that if i you know for me it's really helped me sometimes with if i forget my computer at home i'm like i don't have this that's part of my routine so it's helping me out as yeah. well and i think that I don't know, it helps their moods. Not that they're always in the best mood, but it just kind of helps their moods. No, too. absolutely. So I agree with all that. I think that also our kids are at an age now with being 10 and 6 that like in the evenings and stuff, they get to have a say in the routine. So yes. mm -hmm. like we'll sit down as a family at dinner or just when we all get home, we'll have a little powwow for the night. We'll be like, okay, we need to, you know do homework, we need to vacuum, we need to take showers and baths, like, and we'll ask the kids, like, what order do you want to do these things? Instead of us barking it out, okay, go take your shower, okay, go do this. Like, our six-year-old, tell like, went through this phase where he, 
He's and still it's fair. In, he's still I get in it. Phase, yeah. He's in a phase where he's just like, I don't want to be bossed around. Or he just really negatively responds when we bark order after order, which I think about it. I'm like, he's in kindergarten now. He is at school all day where he has to do everything, you know, the teachers say. And so I get it after I process that a little bit. At first I was kind of like, what is going on? Yeah. But it's like, okay, I get it. He feels like he has no control over himself decisions yeah. of time and what to do. And so and we include in our little talk sometimes like the fun things like, you know, you want to watch an episode of this or, you know, Zach wants to go to open gym and shoot the basketball for a while or whatever. So like we include like the things they want to do too. But this is something I really like about the ages that they are right now. Yes. Because they, we can have those conversations and we can make it clear like these are the things we have to get done, but they help come up with the plan. Absolutely. And I still consider that kind of a routine, even though it will look different from day to day. It's still that constant like conversation about what needs to be done and then them helping formulate the plan. Absolutely. So yeah. even though it's not like a daily routine where you do the same exact thing all the time, I still kind of consider that a routine. And, and with that, with it, it's, it's funny because Sarah is a planner and I am not a planner. I'd rather fly by the seat of my pants. And, and so having this tandem of us instilling routine within our kids, it's helped me see the value of planning things out and seeing the value of saying, Hey, two hours from now, where do you want to be? Right. Like for them, well, trying kids, to figure... kids won't get that timeline, but yeah, but, yeah, they, but in our hindsight, yes. From now until bedtime, do you want a chance to play? Then we need to do this first. Yeah. Is that okay? Do you want to do that first? Do we need to clean the basement first? Do we need to clean the room And first? our kids are starting to see the value of like, okay, if I get these things done, then I have I'll have more time, more time for this yeah. than if I play first and then mom makes me stop at six o'clock and spend an hour cleaning. I don't know. Anyway, it's just kind of one of those things. They're starting to see the benefits of that. Now, let's flip that and let's talk about some cons of routines. So I firmly believe they're a good thing, but there are, we've noticed kind of some trade-offs or some hard things. Yeah, I would say the biggest one for me, I don't know if it's a con, it is just a trade-off, is um, I work out early in the morning. And the reason that I do that, the main reason is that, so that at night I can be present. Yeah. I can be here um, with the kids and Sarah, helping out with things. Yeah, because, you know, we had this conversation early on. He wanted to go to the gym and work out. Well, the class is an hour, plus the time to get there, time to get home, time to cool down, all that. It was like, oh my gosh, if you do that, our kids go to bed at 8 o'clock because they hit the ground running early in the morning. So it was just going to really cut down on that time together. Also, our kids are getting more involved in extra things. And so, you know, we need to be a team when we go to that. And we want to be. You know, he wants to be. So yeah. mornings were the best option. But the, reason, like, the biggest drawback from that is I need sleep. I am not a guy that runs on four or five hours of sleep. Like I can do he that. He used to be. I'll yeah. just say that. I can do that for now we're old. a little while, but <laughs> then I crash and it's not good. And so if I need to be, I mean, for my job and for my kids and for Sarah, like I need to be the best person that I the best me I can be. Which does involve working out. He needs that yes, release. That's a good stress relief, a good mindset refocus time for Andrew. But mornings just had to be the time that it happened. Absolutely. So he's got to go to bed at a decent time. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I used to... I used to... He's kind of a late night person. Like, in general. Up. He's yeah. always been kind of yeah. more so than me. But with this routine of working out, which he's been doing since like 2014, 15. Yeah, he's been doing it for a while. Um, 
he has to go to bed at a decent time. And so that's been hard. And like decent means between 8.30 and 9, which yeah. if you would have told me five or six years ago that I would be going to bed between 8.30 and <laughs> You would think that was so lame. So like, <laughs> but here we are. And so the con really is if there are things um, that I want to do past that. Like for so right kids... now, we're in the fall. Like the biggest thing is football. Yeah. If I want to watch a football game on Thursday night, and it go, the game is going to last until 10.30. Like, I am wasted the next day. Yeah, he's not getting up to work out, out that morning. Yeah. So, you know, it's hard because it's like, not that you would completely give up working out to go watch a football game, like, permanently. But it's just, you know, that whole, like, yeah. how so, you want to spend your time. Like, you still need sleep and all those things. And so, yeah. I think that's, that's the biggest That's the biggest con for me on our routine right now that we have as a family. I have a con for routines. And again, I thrive on them. But they get boring. Like, sometimes I just think about my daily routines and they're so boring. Which brings me to the thought of there still has to be spontaneity. Um, and that's something I'm not good at. But Andrew's better at it. Um, I'll just use New Year's Day as an example. We had both been off work. I was on Christmas winter break for school. He had had some time off from work. And he had mentioned a couple times like he wanted to go on a family hike or nature walk which we do sometimes, we've never done one in January, but New Year's Day just happened to be a beautiful, like mid 50 degree day. And um, Andrew was like, let's go. And I didn't really want to because it wasn't in my daily routine, which we were off school, routines were kind of different anyway, but I was so glad we went. Our kids, again, were kind of thrown off their, they were kind of, what was Colby saying in the car? Like, what are well, we- Well, it was just like, why are we going to this place? What are we doing? And I'm yeah. like, we're just going for a walk. And then I'm like, mm, that does sound pretty boring. <laughs> we're just going to walk around. But, I mean, yeah. We just... ended up having a great time, which I knew we would. And I think that's one of the things that parents struggle with going outside of the routine. Because there are hard times when you do that. There are those kids with bad attitudes or kids with... um you know, disappointment because they, it's different expectation than yeah. what they had for the day or whatever. But our kids are getting used to the fact that mom and dad are going to throw that at them every now and then. Yeah. Like we weren't like that for a while. We've kind of gotten better. Yeah. And we also, I believe, I think early on we would, <laughs> this is going to sound harsh. We would put a little bit more stock into the feelings of our children. If if one of them would throw a huge fit because we were going for a walk, we'd be like, fine, we're not doing this. Well, yeah. And now right. I think it's more like, no, I don't care. Like, yeah. Well, we, we're kind we of past the tantrum stage, yeah. sort of. I mean, you know. But, yeah, I think you're right. Okay. So, yeah, pros, cons. We, I am still in the camp of routines are a good thing. Um, but, yeah, sometimes they can be hard or boring. <laughs> I agree. Okay. All right, we've been talking about routines and the pros and cons and kind of our routines and daily routines and uh, um, how we enjoy them but sometimes don't and how we also need some spontaneity in our life as well. So I uh, really hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about this. I know I have enjoyed this conversation. Um, yeah, and we hope that you guys will um, respond. So podcasts can seem kind of one-sided because – there's just the two of us talking and we aren't actually talking with you. We're just talking kind of at you, but we would love to interact with you. If you guys want to comment on our social media posts, um, or, you know, message us about your responses, things you connected to ideas and things you liked questions you have. Um, we'd love that. We want to interact. And, um, I do want to say like, thank you. We've only done our trailer 
and then now our episode one, but Andrew and I both already had personal friends and family like message us, text us, uh, talk to us about just that they're enjoying this and that they're excited for us to go on this venture. It's been very like positive and well-received. It doesn't really matter to us if we end up with 25 listeners or a thousand listeners. We're going to just do this because it's on our hearts and if it grows, that's awesome. Um, if it's just a close circle of people, that's cool too. Like we're, we're just doing this because we feel called to do it and we don't know where God's going to take it. Absolutely. But we do want to say thank you because there have been people that have just already been really positive and kind with their words and their affirmations. Um, but we also want to say like, we would appreciate if you could interact with us on social media or follow us or share it, even if not through social media, just with your words, just tell your friend, your coworker, your mom, your sister, your brother, your whoever, like, hey, you should check this out. Like, it's kind of a fun uh, weekly conversation. Um, so, yeah, if you would like to do that, we would love it. We'd appreciate it. Um, thank you guys for listening. And, yeah. Yeah, and else? hopefully, shameless plug, you could make this part of your new routine. Yeah, right? Wow, full <laughs> Add circle. the podcast to your routine. <laughs> I love it. It's going to be added to mine. All right, so... Anyway, thanks for listening, and we will see you on episode two. Thank you.